views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to Get Into It, Winning at the Game of Life. Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start willing the game of life with the unique and incomparable host, Lynn Brown. As an intuitive healer and experienced business manager, Lynn can help you live your life to its full potential. Hey, everybody. Welcome, 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 and all the welcomes, and then more welcomes, and it's great to have you here. Um, I am so thrilled to be here with Lynn Brown. Now, listen, one of the things I love about what I do is that I get to work with some of the world's most incredible thought leaders, but I also get to work with some of the world's most incredible heart leaders, And that is my term for where we need to go now, you know, where we are being called to go. And so today, get into it, winning at the game of life, you know, this idea of getting into it, this idea of winning at the game of life, this idea about creating a life that you truly desire is what Lynn has been doing, not just for herself, but for the countless people around the world that are looking at, is this all there is? So how do we take regular lives and infuse them with the magic of soul? Now, Lynn, there's much more I could say about you, but we're going to talk about it today. Now, I will tell you this. I thought of you the other night, and Benny heard me talk about this yesterday. I was sitting there and, well, first, let me welcome you to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's so good so to today be we're, we're going to talk about what is your primary angle of creation, right? Okay. Let me ask you this. I, I, was, I was the other day, I was doing a bunch of things. I was chatting with people across the world and, you know, just trying to get some things done here and getting them done. And in the background is like this television show that I've been fascinated with. I don't like all the zombie gore in it, but I'm fascinated by the human dynamics of The Walking Dead. And they have their hundredth show. And out of the side, I, I heard Michonne, one of the significantly seriously popular characters and Carl the kid that's been there since like he was drooling and he's now grown up and they're getting ready to do this battle right Lynn because mm-hmm. we've talked about the battle haven't mm-hmm. we of course he's getting ready to, and Michonne comes out and he, she's got her sword and she's ready you know and she's in, they're in the kitchen and I don't know what Carl's doing in the kitchen so he looks at her and he says what if we don't what if we don't, what if we lose the battle? You know, what if we lose the battle? 
What's going to happen? What's our future going to be like? What are we going to do? And this Michonne, this just strong black woman on television, right? This strong, powerful woman in this series looks at Carl and says without blinking, don't fantasize about failure. Focus on winning. Mm -hmm. That right there was okay. That's the way we're going to start the show today. Yeah. Because have you ever heard that term fantasizing about failing? Cause we do that, don't we? Absolutely. Um, but in the scheme of things, we get to also flip side that around and talk about creation. And that's what today's show is about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. It's, it's something that's been just, uh, dying to come out for a while now. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's time that people hear it, understand it, and uh, start to take action to reclaim the dominion, basically. Um, not basically, totally. <laughs> dominion yeah. over uh, what is being created in the world. Mm-hmm. So, so I want to ask you this question. One of us can think very small The other one can think very big. What's the question that we can address today for people, Lynn? What's the question we could address for the bigness that we want to create? Do you understand that where the creation energy comes from? Is it within ourselves, deep within ourselves, And all we have to do is allow it to emerge? Or are we constantly searching for power from outside of ourselves? And once we can look at that, and once we can talk about it then, and be honest with ourselves, and then talk about what is the actual, what are the logistics of creation, uh, I think that we can switch a lot of people over to broadening their horizon to be the big thinkers. It's been years and years and years and centuries and lifetimes of beliefs about lack and limitation and discord that have basically clogged (laughs) or dampened our natural ability to project perfection throughout our lives Mm -hmm. and and that's what we i think we really want to i want to talk about that today and give some tools some give some tools and some steps and logistics because a lot of people you know we've heard about the secret or let's just focus on what we want to create and i and i feel like that's a good start but i want to get into the logistics of it and give people images and steps and um and, and we really, as a collective consciousness, both individually and collectively, we have a really, really, really big ship to turn around. <laughs> um, the way I see it is this huge barge, like the largest barge on the planet going to the ocean at 50 miles an hour, right? And, and all of a sudden, we want to say, stop this barge, turn it around and get it flowing the other way. We have the power to do it. It's going to take determination. It's going to take some focus and discipline. But once it's going the other way, 
life is going to be so easy and life is going to be so fun, I think that we're all going to stop and say, wow, why, you know, how did we get so far off track with our creation energy and the power that lies within? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a really good question, though, Lynn. I mean, you know, and if we ask how did we get so far off, then what it implies is that we are far off. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that for a minute, about what that looks like? You know, what does far off look like? Does it mean that we're, you know, we've compromised the uh, imagination we were giving for, you know, thinking small? What does that look like for people? Sure. Well, I think. We have to realize that, first of all, that we are creating, each of us, all the time, creating our reality from our life force energy, also known as the creation flame. This includes money or any other form of supply that we need or desire, which is constructive in nature. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we do have the power to control our thoughts. And we do have the power to control our attention, our intention, and our feelings. Not only do we have the power, but we must do that. So, so the goal is to talk about the logistics of the creation flame and how do we project the creation so that each one of us and humanity collectively can choose more conscious co-creation. Now, we're really talking about co-creation with God with the internal I am presence creation flame, co-creation, and turn away from giving our creation energy to things outside of ourselves, which typically are things that we don't want. Um, you know, I have this, I, I've been working on this for a while now, and, and, um, I, and I talk with St. Germain about this quite a bit, and every once in a while he says, do a measurement, Lynn. And so he says, do a measurement of, all the things that are being created on the planet, how many of the things, what, a, what percentage are people creating from just true communion with their soul, like their soul purpose and their divine mm. plan and their passions of their heart and communicating from the internal creation flame versus, wow. versus how much of the creations being manifested on the planet are actually coming from outer influence, suggestions, mm -hmm that we give our creation energy to, which then outpictures into our world. And this is going to, I think this is going to floor a lot of people. It did me. I had to keep going, really? Really? So, so I've had that measurement, I've read that measurement as high as 96% of the creation happening on the planet is happening from our attention being our creation flame being fed into external things such as television, war, right? And it peaks as more dramatic things around the world happen because our attention is turned outward towards those things or expectations um, of, you know, what is a woman supposed to look like? What is a woman supposed to do? What is a man supposed to do? You know, this, these are external expectations, now, St. Germain has told me that he, it, that has been up to 98% on the planet. Should you think about that for a second? Like, we are just going around creating stuff that really isn't like our heart's desires. We're creating more stuff that we want to discreate. <laughs> and then I've had it down, I've measured it down as low as 88%. 
is uh. from external, but that's not very low. Mm-hmm. That's not very low. So um, that is the difference between creating from within to out versus creating from without in. And I don't think people really realize that, that they have an option or that they had the choice or that they were doing this. And it's, mm-hmm. we've just collectively built up this huge momentum. And I think it's time to turn it around. Mm-hmm. I, we have to turn it around. We are ready as a collective, like you said at the beginning of the show, we are ready as a collective to take the next step. We have to take dominion back over our creations, over our lives. And it's actually, I think the logistics of it is pretty simple. Now, is the discipline, is the self-discipline going to be simple? Hmm. When you have a habit, how interested are you in correcting that habit or turning it around? You know, and that's going to be up to each individual. But I think by just talking about it, uh, we're giving people the option to really look at that within themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to talk about what that looks like in the real world, mm-hmm. because, you know, every day we put our feet on the ground, right? And, you know, we may not call out to ourselves what we're doing in the way you just described it, but there's evidence of it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean by Absolutely. evidence? Yep. Yeah. Every time you have a desire in your heart and it doesn't show up, that is a bit of evidence. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Because that's equally as important as having a desire and then having it show up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we somehow have glommed on to this idea that we have to be different. We have to be special. We have to meditate for an hour. We have to, we have to, we have to. And yet that's not when you look at the people that demonstrate or talking about, let's just call them miracles for a moment. Mm-hmm. That's really not their experience. And my question to you is around this idea of creating, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, what is your primary angle of creating? What do you mean by angle of creating? Right. <clears throat> well, let's talk about the creation flame for a second. Mm-hmm. Because the creation flame is at the core of all creation. And it's anchored within our heart. And it comes directly from our creator, our, our I am presence. And I had, I had forwarded a picture, and I'll make sure that this is up on my website, and maybe we can post it uh, to this show, mm-hmm. the image of the I am presence projecting its life force down through our higher self and then down into the embodiment, which we are. See, mm-hmm. I think, first of all, we have to remember that we are a projection we are not separate. We are a projection of God. We are a projection of the power, of the unlimited power and resources and dominion, basically, of the I am presence. That's key. I think that's key first. And that, at, that creation flame, that unfed flame is anchored in our hearts. And it's from here that we create. So are we able to, so the two options, the two angles that we're creating from is A, if you, if you can imagine uh, kind of a nice, comfortable flame around your heart that, you know, that extends 
two or three feet around in a circle. Uh, and it's a nice, soft, not burning flame. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, doesn't burn you. It's not uncomfortable. It's very comfortable because it's creation itself. It's the perfection of creation of which we naturally are. And we can, we can drop our consciousness down into the center of that creation flame and just be there for a second and feel what that feels like. That's what we're always supposed to feel like. It's like a peace, um, tranquility, it's divine, it's, it's harmony. And so here's our creation flame, which is naturally us. And then we have a choice. How are we going to use that creation flame? Um, are we going to be in alignment and in center and in conversation with our higher selves and our iron presence on what is the perfect way to do this? Not perfect like ego comparison perfect, but like the divine way, right? Which should always be easy and should always be instant manifestation of the desires of our hearts, which are as long as they're constructive. Or are we looking outside of ourselves more often than not, looking outside of ourselves and whatever we put our attention on, our intention on, and our feelings on, that opens up a doorway Mm -hmm. for those thoughts, those feelings, those suggestions to enter into our creation flame. And everything needs a creation flame. So then that attention to those things outside of ourselves opens this doorway for it to get access. And then, and then it projects out onto our living screen of life, right? So, so we have to just know, first of all, that we are the creation flame anchored in our heart. Okay. I think a lot of people don't, don't, don't even know that. <clears throat> we are unlimited power and source and resource and perfection. How are we going to choose to use that? Okay, so the next thing that I like to use is an analogy of a movie theater uh, projector. And, you know, if, if you, if everybody's been to a movie theater, so in the back where nobody can see in the control room is that projector light. And you can choose an image, which is the movie, and you can put it over the lens and then it projects it out onto the movie screen. So you're then seeing the projection on the movie screen and it looks real for, for, (laughs) we know it's not real, but you know, the image looks pretty real to us. And I kind of see that projection in our life working the same way. So we can be the controller and we are the sole controller in that control room, uh, governing that, light and governing that projection flame and what images actually end up there. And let's say that we decide consciously we're not choosing particular images that we're holding steady there. Now, with the, the I do want to go back for a second. The clearer the image that you can hold in front of that projection screen is the clearer the image that's going to project out on the screen, Right. That's how it works with a projection reel. Mm -hmm. So the more details and the more clearness we have there, it projects out clear. Now, what if we don't have an image there? And out in the movie theater, there are just kind of some um, things floating through the air. 
and there's an image floating through the air. Well, that image can go in the line of sight of that projection screen and it can catch that light and it can project out onto that screen as well, right? So this is the different, and that would be out from outside within projection. So, so that is an example of external stuff, external creations, external ideas, external suggestions, tapping into our creation flame, getting in the wake of our light and projecting out. And then it appears to be our reality. It appears to be our creation. What I am trying to show and give opportunity, the people uh, opportunity to see is if we can simply pull ourselves back into the creation flame and spend a little bit more time there, we can observe. Now, here comes the real-life examples that you're talking about, right? Like, we can observe stuff outside and around us without giving it our full dominion or without giving it our life force energy. But a good example of this is peripheral vision. Uh, I was an athlete. Mm-hmm. I played basketball. So yep. Yep. every time I came down the court, or every second I was on the court, basically, my... 100% focus, intention, attention, and life force energy was focused on the rim and the hoop, right? But, <laughs> oh, totally all the time. But at any time, I could tell you how much time is on the clock. I could tell you where every player on the court is. I could tell you how uh, full the stands were. I could probably tell you what all the people were saying. But that's peripheral. And I think so many times, see, if I would have been an athlete who stopped and said, okay, somebody in the stands is heckling at me, and I stopped and I turned my attention and intention and all my creation energy to that person, then I stopped the momentum of what I'm really trying to create, right? And Mm -hmm. I think that's what we do out in the real world. You know, as we're walking around, we get bombarded (laughs) With these suggestions and thought forms and feelings because they are real. They are real stuff going through our space all the time, through our atmosphere all the time. And I think if we can acknowledge that, then we can say, hey, these are external peripheral things. We don't turn to it. We don't give it our life force energy. We don't give it our creation energy. And we don't allow it in because that's not what I'm trying to create. Because it can just, it can, and I promise you it does, maintain a peripheral Um, existence until you engage in it. So uh, another example of this is like if we're, you know, we're driving down the freeway coming home from work and there's there's a accident. Mm -hmm. So we notice the accident. Then our human feelings start to engage, right? There's the momentum of everybody kind of being concerned and worried and freaking out. And so then we kind of buy into that. And then that feeling and that discord kind of plays out into our feelings world, which our feelings world is something that I don't think a lot of people talk about in the creation process. And it's absolutely paramount that we understand the impact that our feelings have because it is a form of discord to the projections we're trying to create uh, if they are discordant feelings. So fear, you know, anxiety, stuff like that kind of lives within our space and it creates a distorted image of the most purest 
of the most purest picture that we're trying to create, if we have that energy in our field, it's going to become a distorted image when it outpictures. Okay, so when we're, we're driving down the street and we see this accident, <clears throat> the second we start to notice ourselves engage in going there and kind of freaking out or being concerned, we need to stop ourselves. Yeah. We literally do. And, 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 and the way I do it is I say, stop. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I mean, like you command a dog, like yeah. you command a child. Because yeah. this is a big momentum. This is a big habit that we've allowed ourselves to create. And so I say stop. And mighty I am presence, you come back in and, and give me the momentum to recenter myself and control this energy. And then we can't ignore that that accident's going on. But the best that way that we can help and heal the planet is to send it light. Send it blessings, send it angels, send it light, and then you leave it. Because otherwise you're getting caught up and wrapped up in the momentum or that whirlpool of energy. Um, So things like this pop up all the time throughout the day, right? Somebody cuts you off in a car or uh, you get some bad news from work and there's that feeling that creeps up. And we have to be able to catch ourselves there and say, no, I'm not giving you my energy yeah. Recenter yeah. yourself back in the center of your creation flame, back in the pillar of light, which you are, which I am, and say, guide me out of here with your perfection. And I promise, I promise you, you'll start to see things shift in front of your face so quickly and life will become so easy. Yeah. I mean, I think we're really faced with this um, in the world we live in today. But one of the things I'm acutely aware of is that it's all relative. And what I mean by that is, you know, we happen to be in a world where we're so very connected digitally, number one, Mm -hmm. and we have the ability to gather more information than we've ever had. Mm -hmm. And then we have to decide, you know, for ourselves, what that information means to us. The question really does, though does become, and this is an old question, and it has to do with, you know, the taking our eye off the target. Mm-hmm. And fear would love for us to continue to take our eye off the target. Some people say take our eye off the prize. In the case that you just described of the car driving down the road, mm-hmm. it's taking your eye off of what's in front of you. I mean, we now know statistically, Lynn, that texting and driving is really the cause of serious accidents Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. I mean, we know that. Mm -hmm. Yet, even though we know it, we are absolutely more drawn, more driven to the addiction of knowing what's going on in the world, what people are saying. Because you're right about this. You know, you were an athlete. You still are. I'm an athlete. And I will tell you that the minute you take your eye uh, off of something, you can't take a minute to get it back focused Mm -hmm. that easily. Mm -hmm. I went through this the other day. I was playing the other day and I was listening to um, a gentleman coach another person. And I was listening to them coach this person how to do something incorrectly. Right. (laughs) And every part of me was like, oh, my goodness, like 
and I and then I create. So what happened with that was missed a point easily and got myself back to what was in front of me. And I missed two, three, four points before I could get back in the game. Mm -hmm. See, we don't realize that what you're talking about and that momentum of the collective, right? Mm -hmm. um, when we have the momentum, it, it builds up force and it does take skill to stop it. Like stopping a car at the drop of the hat because you looked up and there's something in front of you that you didn't expect. Mm -hmm. And even when you slam on the brakes as fast as you think you are to do that, it's not an immediate stop, is it? Right. So this takes practice. Mm -hmm. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the logistics of creation with Lynn and what it is that she's helping people do in the world how to go about this, and what does it mean to harness your own creation flame. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to give you lots of information um, about how you can connect with Lynn and how she's taken this message out into the world. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you stuck in unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, or low self-esteem? Do you crave a life of inspiration, love, self-acceptance, and fun? Sounds like you're on the verge, on the verge to your next big thing. Join Laura Richer, host of On The Verge Radio, helping you use your breakdown for a breakthrough, overcome life's greatest challenges, and live the life you want and deserve. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio or visit seattlehealinghypnosis.com for more information. Tune in each month to Synergenetic Living Radio, where Rick and Grace Paris discuss the synergenetic way of life, what it means to truly change your perspective in life, what it means to take control of your life and manifest your true desires. For more information on Rick and Grace Paris and Synergenetic Living, check out synergeneticliving.com. Get clear on the life you desire and the current life you are creating and what is between the two. Synergenetic Living, living life loud. The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living, LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Integrate spirituality into your everyday lives on Universe Soul Heart Radio. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Kathleen Johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality, keeping you grounded, connected, and centered on the path to wholeness. Kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others. Listen to Universe Soul Heart Radio and learn how to flourish, grow, and impact all we do on planet Earth. For more information, go to universesoulheart.net. Do you want to heal your body and mind? Your body has a lot to tell you if you just learn to listen to your intuition. Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio, can help you peel away the layers that are holding you back 
from living your best life. Tune in to Rewired Life Radio. Learn to love, heal, celebrate on Transformation Talk Radio every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Connect with Audrey at AudreyMichelle.com. Wow, everybody. Welcome, welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in, turn us on. I'm Dr. Pat, and I'm joined here by my friend and colleague, Lynn Brown. For many of you, you know Lynn in many, many ways, but one thing for sure you know that Lynn is about getting into it. You know that what she does is focus on how do we win at the game of life, but more importantly, how do we do that from a consciousness creation perspective? Um, Today, we're talking about what is your primary angle of creation and what does that mean? Before we talk about momentum and get, you know, continue that, Lynn, first of all, how can people find out more about you? How can they work with you directly? And then please let folks know about some of the upcoming events you have. Great. Well, you, everybody can find me at lynnmbrown.com. Uh, I have a great site that you and your team created for me. Uh, and it's constantly in expansion mode as, as I am and, and what we're offering. Um, we can do, I do individual sessions for people to really help them um, connect with their soul and their soul purpose. And it's all about the ascension process and, and just taking that next step forward into your divine purpose and into your divine plan. So mm-hmm. individual sessions, uh, I do public speaking topics. Uh, if you have an event, uh, I can come do an, a topic about energy, a topic about uh, winning, um, because I really do a good job, I think, of, of bringing the energetic aspects into the everyday uh, life. Mm-hmm. And then um, I also do on-demand classes or workshops. I have a couple workshops coming up around the corner to get us prime for the holiday season. And one of them is called The Colorful World of Energy. And that's November 16th at the Spa Air in Kirkland, a fairly new spa. And um, there I'm going to talk about the basics of your chakras, your energy, your aura, just kind of how it's a map to your life, to the different aspects of your physical body, to the different aspects of um, your life as far as relationships or uh, the way you think. So Colorful World of Energy, and then two weeks later on November 30th, I'm going to be doing an Energy Tools for Beginners workshop there as well at Spa Aaron Kirkland. And that's going to just start to, I'm going to start to guide people into discovering the language of their energy, discovering the feeling of their energy, of their aura, uh, so that it becomes more real. Again, so that you can start to have more dominion over what you're creating and what you're doing with your energy in your life. Wow. Uh, And, you know, part of this is creating a platform that does build momentum. You know, that's what this is about as well. Absolutely. Um, And I want to just thank the listeners uh, out there who are texting me now and sending me all their personal links to Michonne quotes. Thank you for that. Um, You know, I I think I'm going to do a whole show just on her quotes. But today we're talking about momentum and we're seeing momentum in the world right now. And, you know, and what I mean by that, right now, uh, today, there are folks that are communicating with me 
based on a show I did the other day and talking about the momentum of hate, Mm. uh, the momentum that is out there. Momentum has no judgment bar. It doesn't say, I want to talk about momentum only like on good stuff. Momentum is neutral. And what you're talking about today is this notion of momentum and having it work for us Mm -hmm. and not against us, right? Correct. Correct. I think, again, as a collective, and, and I think if each of us measured our own angle of creation, you know, which one is the primary? Are we primarily using our creation energy to create and manifest stuff that is being suggested to us, or are we primarily creating from our internal communion with the God of our heart? I think most of us are going to end up on the side of we're create, or frankly, we're creating more from external suggestions. And we've got to stop that momentum. Mm. Not only do we need to stop the momentum, and which is going to take effort and discipline, but what I'm the most excited about is when we do stop that momentum and we get it turned around the other way because there's an equally and stronger, stronger force that comes into play when you start working with the power of the I am presence, which is your creation, which is your life force. And that momentum is going to knock people's socks off. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. I mean, I literally have been in this kind of uh, training because I don't ever talk about or teach about something that, that I uh, haven't practiced, you know, or can harness by from experience. So I've been on the other side of this and I've been in training where I literally am paying attention to all the thoughts that are coming through um, the awareness outside. What is it doing to me? And I'm constantly saying, stop, no, no, no. And recentering myself and asking for the send a master miracle, the power of the mighty eye and prince to take dominion over this situation and come through. And the, and it's your own life force. Remember it's your own life force. So that power of that momentum comes through and it's stronger than any, any, any force. And I, I hope and my goal is to have people living from there. Again, that's mastery, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's what we're graduating to on the planet. Like if we want to become Ascended Masters, if we want to ascend, we need to begin to live like the Ascended Masters do. We need to be able to make choices. We need to be able to um, stop the momentum of our thoughts, stop the momentum of our feelings until we retrain ourselves. And then... And then you're not effort. You're, then you're not in effort. When you can build up that momentum enough the other way, there's no effort in it. You just are the living action of the divine plan. You are God in action, and that's what it's supposed to be. Like when you start driving, like when you first start learning how to do anything. But I, I like the example of driving. When you start learning how to drive, it takes some conscious effort. But pretty soon, you're just driving. You didn't even realize you drive. You drove right from point A to point B. And so if we can get that momentum turned around enough, then we just become God in action. We just become divine manifestation. We just become ascended master miracles, period, throughout our life. And that's ease. That's harmony. That's grace. That's instant manifestation. Um, And stuff will begin to manifest around you. And it is amazing. 
So it's this momentum. So the, so the first part is we're going to have to dig our heels down, both collectively and individually. And it starts with the individual. It starts with the individual. we got to dig our heels in. we got to take responsibility for our actions, for our thoughts, for our feelings. And, you know, call in the power and the momentum of, of, of our higher being. We have to. The momentum that we've created with our human self has gotten out of control. <laughs> we have to turn to the power of the I am. And um, I've done it. And uh-huh. it, it's, it's frankly, it's amazing. But again, it's the way that we are naturally meant to be. Yeah. But don't you think people want to know, what am I going to get if I go there? What am I going to get if I turn my power to that, if I turn my power to the light? You know, and um, so maybe today I'm a little bit like, okay, um, this is a time where people ask themselves, Lynn, on a regular basis, what's in it for me? And beyond looking at the world and saying we're all stewards of the light, um, there is a benefit to this. And there's a benefit of, you know, conscious momentum. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the work you do and the experience you have is please talk to that benefit because we're at a we're at a place of choice now. Mm hmm. And we can no longer believe that in the world we live in, that we're not responsible for what we bring to our own inner and outer selves, right? Right. But I don't think sometimes we can make the connection to the fact that, wait a minute, you know, this I am creation is not just about um, having a greater consciousness for a world. Something in my life will change for the better. Absolutely. It has to start with each one of us individually and each one of us are projecting our own reality world. Yeah, we're kind of walking through each other's world, right? And collectively we're all tied together, but we are completely in charge of what we are creating at all times. And so I think a lot of times we, like if you ask most people, they do want to um, be free of fear. They do want to be um, free of the belief of lack or limitation. But but they're fixated on those qualities. Um, what is the what is the benefit? Well, how about unlimited resources? How about unlimited supply? How about unlimited, just pure harmony and peace? Instead of buying into those discordant feelings that we're all fighting against, I feel like that's a pretty good upside. <laughs> I can hold internal peace and harmony pretty much through everything. I've trained myself to do that. But that's what we're saying we want. And I'm showing you the steps to do it. I'm showing you the steps that the masters have used to do it. And now are we going to choose to do that? It's going to be a little hard at first, just like Mm -hmm. it is to get in shape, right? For a marathon, you got to start running. But what's the reward? It is eternal, instant, total and complete manifestations of the desires of your heart as long as they are pure and constructive and don't harm others. One of the things that um, I use as an analogy, you know, to get to the other end of the spectrum or to shift gears is 
okay, like say say we're in a river, say we're in a river or a lake, so we're in water, all of us go in the water, and then we're like, oh, I don't want to be in the water anymore. We're not going to sit there and p- try to push the water away. We're not going to battle with the water. We have to get out to go to dry land. So that's switching the momentum, right? Yeah. But many of us yeah. get stuck battling the water. Yeah. In everyday examples of life. Also with light, like if we come into a dark room mm-hmm. and we don't want it to be dark, we don't <laughs> start trying to push away the dark. We don't do that. We don't battle the dark. We go turn on the light and it instantly diffuses the dark. Same thing with these feelings and these emotions and these beliefs. We have to be able to jump to the other end of the spectrum. So if we're in a place of doubt we have to catch ourselves there and we don't bat- we can't sit there and battle the doubt mm-hmm. and say and drown in the doubt and try to push the doubt away because that's actually putting our creation energy into that. It's building yeah, that that's momentum. where we're putting the momentum. Yeah, we're putting we're the building momentum, the momentum to have, into doubt. Yeah, you have yeah. to switch it and you have to reset yourself. Reset sit back in your seat of your soul in the center of your creation flame where it's perfection. Sit back. Catch yourself like you would catch your dog or you would catch your kid. Take dominion over your body, over your spirit. And train yourself. Reset yourself. If there's fear, switch yourself back to the center of yourself and bring in certainty. If there's, if there's self-hate, st- Switch your gear, reset yourself, come back to the center of your creation, and infuse love. If there's disharmony, reset yourself to peace. You, you, have to, you have to jump out of the water and into this other thing. You can't think about it and battle the thing that you're trying to get rid of. And, but mm-hmm. that is literally what we do. It's literally what we do. I can't do it for you. I can only tell you. I can only give you the answers to the test. <laughs> and I want to give you the answers to the test because if we each start doing this and making some progress, then collectively we're going to really build up that momentum and then we'll start to see a big, big shift on the planet. So I want to talk about the shift on the planet and also to really talk about some of the tools that you know you mentioned before. Um, about what do we do, you know, in the infinite power of the light, what do we do? What are some of the things that, you know, it has been so important for us to know and for us to say, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because one of the things we're talking about here is when we look on the outside for something we're trying to create on the inside. And I think there's a short-term benefit for that. I think that, you know, sometimes when we look on the outside, we get a short-term punch, you know, a short-term hit on the inside. Yeah. But we're not really talking about that kind of creation. No, because those Mm -hmm. creations are like using up extra battery packs. They're not using the creation flame, the true, true. They're, they're, They're temporary. So, yes, they're short they're kind of nice and they are temporary. What I'm talking about is living in the eternal flow of creation. The eternal flow where there's endless supply. 
endless supply of resources. There is no lack. There is no limitation. If you're going to the well that is ever fulfilling and refilling itself, you're never going to mm-hmm. run out of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But if you keep going to the wells that are kind of facades and made of plastic and <laughs> filled with stuff that isn't good for you, yeah, you're going to get mm-hmm. an inst- you're going to get some instant gratification, but it's not it's not eternal. Mm-hmm. And it's not the light because it's not made of the light. Uh, it's not going to be eternal. Yeah, that that that's a good point. That's a good point that that there is that short term hit. Um, I call spiritual maturity being able to sit back for a second and not move forward until the path has cleared with the exact direct mm-hmm. perfect directions, mm-hmm. and that takes maturity. That takes discipline. To stop the momentum of your of your ego, to stop the momentum of your human feelings or outside suggestions and say, wait, I'm going to stay centered. I'm resetting myself back in the seat of my soul. Yeah. And I'm not going to move. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to proceed through this thing, through this situation, through this building, through this creation until I have clear instructions. And the clear instructions will come with so much love and light that you cannot Debate mm-hmm. them. You cannot debate them. You know, it'll be a path paved in gold. It'll be a river flowing in gold that you get to float on. You know, it's that easy. It, it, it presents itself as that harmonious. Yeah. Well, you have a tool that you're going to share with us today. Yeah. Yeah. I have two, actually. So I think in general, you know, I, I, I did this. I, did, I talked about this creation flame uh, last night at a live seminar, and somebody there had a really, really good question. And the question was, well, when I have a clear creation picture and I'm sitting there in the heart of God and it's my purest intentions, how do I know what's kind of out in the auric field that might be um, distorting the picture. Like, how do I know? Uh, if it's not one of those circumstances where it's like, oh, there's an accident and the, there's some discordant feeling that immediately pops up or there's some weird, you know, there's some um, there's some announcement on the TV which which gets our attention and it gives us some discord. You know, it's not out of the light. It, there's going to be those circumstances, right? And we need to catch ourselves. But there's also going to be just the regular walk through life where we're creating, but we have this band of of um, beliefs and discordant energy particles that has built up through centuries of life and different lifetimes through our feeling world. And so how do we clear that just in general? And that, I use the violet flame for that. The violet flame, I call in the violet flame, which is a living conscious creation unfed flame which is a transmuting flame and it will come in and it'll start to transform and transmute any of those properties so i personally about three times a day will call in the violet flame to come in me up through me around me to circle every particle of my being every fiber of my being 
in every direction of space and time and 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 my world like all of all of my world and all my creation channels and blaze through it and dissolve annihilate because the creation flame can remove the, the creation flame is so powerful not the creation flame i'm sorry the violet flame the, the the violet flame doesn't just kind of move things out of your way it annihilates them and returns it to the light so each each bit of work that you do with the violet flame it's transforming the collective you're really helping the collective so i call on the violet flame to come through in me through me around me in my world to annihilate and remove and transmute all forms of human discord all forms of lack limitation delay belief structures um, that are blocking my instant and pure manifestation projections. I do that at least three times a day. And then I'll also call on that for the collective, for each being on the planet. That's going to start to remove and dissolve a lot of that momentum, that icky, sticky... It's kind of like, is it Linus on... Uh, peanuts that carries around the blanket with this big cloud above his head, <laughs> right? So we kind of have that in our auric field of of beliefs of lack, beliefs of limitation, beliefs of discord or fear and stuff like that. And so that's how I see it wrapped around the feelings world. And we have to project through that. So a general maintenance to start to remove that is using this violet flame. Again, I personally mm-hmm. do it at least three times a day. Mm-hmm. And wow. then the second part of that is you have to catch yourself throughout the normal de- activities of, of life. You have to begin to catch yourself. I know some people, you know, when they're trying to break a habit or trying to change a habit, some people used to wear those rubber bands on their wrists, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they would catch. Yeah. I mean, that's a way to do it. I'm not suggesting to do that, but that's an example. Like you have to yeah. catch yourself. You have yeah. to catch yourself and reset yourself, and pretty soon you don't have to. And then pretty soon you're not trying to be that thing. You just are that thing. You're the living action of the light. So those are the two tools. And I, I literally, it. I literally say, stop. You have no power. And it creates a steel wall of light that, that that thing cannot enter. It cannot enter your world if you hold that. If you say that with conviction, because you are the light. And then wow. you start to build up that momentum. Well, so Lynn, let's make sure, um, you know, this was really jam-packed. For those of you uh, that wanted to listen to this again, of course, on TransformationTalkRadio.com, you'll be able to do it again. Lynn, last question. Tell people more about how they can connect with you and let me know um, the best way for people to find out more about this. Um, my Facebook page is Rawness of Life, and I'm pretty active in bringing forth new ideas, videos. I have a lot of videos of my work posted on uh, YouTube as well. You can just do my name and research that. And uh, I'm going to continue to do workshops. And, you know, this is really the basis of so – I'm in the financial industry too – so I'm really bringing light and a new concept and a new way of being and creating into the financial world. And so not just ha- letting money have dominion over us, but w- we're going to have money, dominion over the money and our supply. Mm-hmm. Right. And this brings us back to our creation flame. 
and our I am presence where it really all begins. So um, full spectrum finance I have up and running. Come see me at Rawness of Life and you can reach out to me directly. Um, you, all of those sites have my email. So I'm happy to hear from people. Um, I love helping people and I love just bringing light to the different aspects of your life. I love it. We're going to take a short break, everyone. Lynn Brown, we'll see you in a few minutes. You've been listening to Get Into It, Winning at the Game of Life. Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start willing the game of life with the unique and incomparable Lynn Brown. As an intuitive healer and experienced business manager, Lynn can help you live your life to its full potential. To learn more about Lynn, visit ruintuit.com. That's the letter R, letter U, intuit.com. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.